This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we are starting our series on Hilchot Yichud. It's a seven-part series, and an overview of what we're going to be learning on Hilchot Yichud is the, um, is the different... Is the different um, is the the different prohibitions and scenarios that could be? I had one rav that came to me this week, and he was asking me a question about Yilchut Yichud, and he says he hates teaching Yilchud, and he he hates um, deciding things on Yilchud because there's a certain amount that is clear in the poskim. And then there's a certain amount that is just a gray area. And it's just very difficult to determine what is really permitted and what is, um, and what is forbidden. That's the, uh, that, that's the challenge that we're going to encounter in Yilchot Yichud. So as all of you know, the proper way how to, the proper way how to really learn halachot and sugyot is that if we do things, um, from the Mikorot, if we do things from the sources and we really understand where things come from, we'll know where the questions lie and where the questions don't lie. We'll know where there's a question where there isn't and we'll know what's Pashut, what's not Pashut. So today we're going to be dealing with where the prohibition of Yichud comes from and we're going to be dealing with as well, um, once we see where the prohibition of Yichud comes from, we're also going to be understanding the, um, the, the difference, what could be a deoraita and what could be a derabanan. Now, if I ask you, where is it written in the Torah, Yichud? What? Where is it written in Sota? Oh, that if, if she... It says that if a woman was together with, it says if the woman was with him, then then it's a problem. So there's a concept there of Yichud. And the Gemara, there's going to be five different Gemarot. Each one builds upon each other. About so that's what you're saying. Yeah. But the Gemara, it's interesting. It's one of the, it's one of the unique Gemaras on what is the source of of uh, Yichud, one of the unique Gemaras and what's the source of Yichud. If you want to get to Dan, you tell him. I guess I don't know. What what's the uh, what's what's the source of of Yichud? And it says like this: The Mishnah says in in Kiddush in Daf Pei Hamud Bet, Loit Yached Adam Im Shte Nashim. A person shouldn't seclude himself with two women. But a woman is allowed to seclude herself with two men. That's what the Mishnah says. And Reb Shimon says, Even one man can be with two women. As long as his wife is together with him. Why? Because his wife... Uh, watches over him, and the, the Mishnah says, Could you please mute, mute yourself? A person is mitiached with his um, with his wife, I'm sorry, with his mother and with his daughter, and he sleeps with them 
the kir of baser. And once they, in other words, uh, they, there's no problem of negia, of touching. The imigdulu, and once they get older, she sleeps in her clothing, he sleeps in his clothing. So you see from the Gemara, a uh, few important details, and uh, from this Mishnah, a few important details. Number one is that a man being with two women is worse, and we're going to learn that extensively because women are easily seducted, uh, whereas by seduced, whereas by two men, each one is going to have his pride and is not going to give in as easily. And we're going to see the details there get a little bit complicated. Um, it changes based on the level of religious religiosity. Yes. Number two. We see that with a mother and daughter is allowed, which I want to ask that question. If we're going to see the Yuvud is Asr Torah, what should it make a difference, mother or daughter? Like, why should it? Why should there be a difference? Arashi's an erva. So, the, this is where I'm going to start the principle. The, the, Mish, the Gemara says like this. Where do we know that there is a prohibition of Yichud? This is the big, this is the big clincher over here. How do we know there's a prohibition of Yichud? Amr of Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shmel. Remez miyichud minatora minayin. Where is there a hint to Yichud minatora? Shneemar ki yasidcha achicha ben imecha. Because it's written when you're in, it's written by a pasuk there, by um, by the, the, the parasha of somebody trying to missionize someone else. So when somebody is missionizing your brother, the son of your mother. So the Gemara says, V'chi ben em mesit, ben av eno mesit. Is it only the son of your mother and not the son of your father who's a missionary? Like anybody can be a missionary. So from here, the Gemara has something that's totally random. There's a remez that a ben... He could always be with his mother. A son is allowed to be with his mother. But he's not allowed to do yichud with anyone else. So it's, 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 a, it's a very far out remez. And Emil is asking, yeah, a remez makes something de oraita? This is where, uh, this is where there's a, a big clincher. From this Gemara, I wouldn't think that yichud is de oraita. But then there's going to be three or four more Gemaras. One Gemara is in Masechet Avodah Zarah, that the Gemara in Masechet Avodah Zarah is, is discussing, the Gemara in Masechet Avodah Zarah is discussing whether we made a Gzeira on Yichud with uh, a non-Jew. And the Gemara says that Yichud, Yichud is Deoraita, like it's written, Ki Yasitcha Ben Yimecha. So the Gemara clearly seems to say that Yichud is Deoraita. So the Gemara says, Yichud is the oraita with an eshetish. But with a non-Jew, he wouldn't have known. And there's another Gemara that in Sanhedrin that talks about the ma'aseh of Amnon and Tamar. That the Gemara says, ha, Yichud the oraita. So he says, no. Yichud the oraita is with a, is with a, is with an eshetish. But with a penuya, with a single girl, Yichud might not be the oraita. Kamash Malan, that, that um, um, even the Chachamim were gozer even on Yichud in the Pruya. So Yichud the Pruya is the Rabbanan, with a, with a single woman as the Rabbanan. 
Yichud with a goy is the Rabbanan. That would be the Rabbanan with a Pnuya. Now, so a Pnuya that is not a Nida, a relationship with a Pnuya that's not a Nida is not a Deoraita. It's not a Deoraita. It's a, it's a, right. But if she's a Nida, which... All Pnuyos nowadays are Nidas from the age of 12 years old and on, unless they went to a Mikveh, which is a, a rarity. So uh, then she's a Isr Nida Kare de Oraita. Oh, beautiful. So so here we have, here we have, um, we have one Gemara built on the other. And this is where I want to show you the language of the Rambam. The Rambam has the following uh, Lashon. The Rambam says like this: Asur litiachedim erva mina arayot ben zekena ben yelda shedavarze gorem legalot erva because this thing causes. That they're going to be an erva. Chutz, besides, me'aim im bena, a mother with her daughter, ve'av im bito, and a father with his daughter, ve'abal im ishto nida, and a husband with his wife, who's anida. Ve'chatan, shepirsa ishto nida, and this is an interesting case. How is a woman, how is a man allowed to be secluded with his wife, who's anida? That's also a very big question that the Gemara in Sota asks. How is a husband allowed to be, be Yichud with his wife? And that, That's a puzzling question because if Yichud is the Oraita with any erva, Anida is an erva. So how could you seclude with yourself? So Rambam says like this. A Chatan, before he was together with his wife, so for example, let's say they didn't have a chance to have relations yet and she's, been, she's Anida, so that you're also not allowed. Ella, she sleeps in a different room than him. Okay, now we'll, we'll get to it at the end of this year. The Rambam continues, and he talks about uh, being mityachid with a behema, if uh, that's, uh, yeah. It says, so we don't have a chashash like that. There's no isra to be mityachid. And then he ends off at the end, the last three, the last five words of bet. With arayot, with anybody who is forbidden because she's an arayot, like a like like an eshet ish, that's asur mipia kabbalah. Now, why does he say mipia kabbalah? What is the word from tradition, from kabbalah? So, there are a minority of opinions that learn in the Rambam. That Mepiya Kabbalah means the Rabbanan. That Yichud means the Rabbanan. But the majority of the poskim, like the Ketzef Mishneh, yeah, say he should have said the Rabbanan. The Rambam has a rule. That whenever he says Mepi Divrei Sofrim or Mepi Kabbalah, it's another level. It's not a the Rabbanan. But since it's not explicit in the Torah, it's a Deoraita level, but it's not like Deoraita Mamash. For practical purposes, if there's a suffix, you go lechumra. But it's a it's a category. So this is how the Rambam learned. Why does the Gemara say remez leyichud minatora? 
So when I gave a Chabur on this in the Kolal a while ago, I explained that the Rambam understood, if you look very carefully, where the Rambam positioned these halachot. In Perekhaf Aleph, he positions it, and he talks about, the Rambam has a very interesting opinion in regarding uh, touching and kissing a erva. The Rambam says that um, being together with an erva, obviously, is one of the gimel averot, one of the three capital punishments that one would have to give up his life for. But even kissing derech chiba in a way of love, one of the arayot is an avizrayu. That means it's in the family of gilui arayot. Which would mean practically if somebody is uh, kissing or touching or shaking a woman's hand in a loving way, that would be an avizrayu de gilui arayot. Which is why there's a big machloket about shaking women's hands. I'm sure you've heard about it. The there are some poskim that say, well, if you don't have any chiba, it would be allowed. Can you shake my hand over here? I'll give you a demonstration. It's, it's just like a hot potato. It's just like that. I asked this question to two gdolim. Both of them told me that they heard themselves from the chazonish that it's a it's a avizrayo de kiluyarayof because it's it's called their chiba. It's called Derechiba. <laughs> Rav Moshe Sternbach said that he heard that from the Chazanish. And Rabbi Abadi from Lakewood said he also heard that from the Chazanish. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's their stirot by Rav Moshe Feinstein. And the Sefer and the Palmitim say one thing. Probably he held that it's Ikra Adina might be allowed. That, that's why some postkin will tell you that they think that if it's not in a way of chiba, it's allowed. Other poskim will say, you know, I've always avoided it, Baruch Hashem. I'm always holding holding books. Now, ever since COVID came along, much easier to get away from it. Just you say, hey, you give a, even if you give a fist bump, uh, an elbow bump with your uh, with your thing, it's probably not usher. Because it's, first of all, there's a hefsik baguette. And second of all, it's even if she doesn't have a sick bag, you don't have a sick bag. And second of all, it's 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 not showing chiba at all like this. So that I think you know, if a person is really stuck and he thinks that he's not going to insult the person that way, that's fine. But nowadays, you, you know, there's all types of like, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, you could you could uh, you could just say, hey, you know, I don't, you know, like they understand that. You don't want a lot. You you could also say it in a very diplomatic way, and nobody gets insulted nowadays. That's the advantage of COVID. You can say whatever you want. People don't get offended anymore. Good question. Uh, or, or, uh, a step parent is probably an error. It's, it's, it's probably an error. We'll speak about aunts and uncles and all of that. That's that's uh, all. Of these are fascinating questions, and it's important to understand what's the yesod of the isra over here. Because now I ask you a question: If the prohibition is midioraita, because most rishonim write the oraita, in the Rambam there was a debate, and even in the Rambam, the Kesef Mish and others say it's the oraita, but. A different like level. It's not learned before the cross. So since the Rambam positioned it right after and he says, "What's the reason of asr yached? It's something that causes legalot erva." So it seems to be the Rambam understood it that it's in the same family as the iser in the Torah of lotikrevu legalot erva, and that's why the Rambam always stresses erva, erva, erva. It's not an erva. There's no prohibition. But if that's the case. Why should you be allowed to be mitiachet with your mother or with your daughter? Arishi's an erva. They are the epitome of erva. 
Yeah, a mother and a daughter are the epitome of erva. So why, she, why should that be allowed? The answer, and obviously it's allowed, the, Ram, the answer is, is that the Rambam tells us that this is not, if it was exerta katuv, you're right, you can't work with exerta katuv. It's exerta katuv. It's something that's written in the Torah, nothing to work with. But the Rambam says, This thing causes erva. So you have to look in Yichud at the situation and at the time of the crawl. Obviously something very dangerous to say that, but you see that it's something that causes something to happen. It causes Gilu uh, Yarayo to happen. But by a woman and her mother, it doesn't cause Gilu Yarayo anymore. <clears throat> Which leads us to the sister. I mean, we're going to see all of this, but it leads us to the sister. Should a sister be forbidden to do Yichud with? On one hand, you're going to she's an erva. It's only written mother and daughter. Because it's domit to what the Pasuk learned. In other words, in the remez of the Pasuk, you see that it excluded certain ervas. But who says a sister? So the Gemara Masechet Sanhedrin says that they took away the Yitzhahara for a sister. Took away the Yitzhahara for, for a sister. Used to be there was a Yitzhahara for a sister. Took away the Yitzhahara for a sister. Now, if you don't have a Yitzhahara for your sister. On a natural, in a natural, uh, natural way. Yeah. Romans and Greeks. That's why there's probably so many genetic diseases. From them, they started. They would die off. No, like if you marry, if you mate with your sister, you're not going to have genetic variation so fast. It's not one generation. Uh huh. Well, okay. So, but with cousins, there's definitely genetic issues. Right. Not in not in the first generation. It's multi-generation. Yeah, I just know. I heard of a case yesterday that cousins got married and and there was problems. First cousins? Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of Ashkenazi genetics happened because of that that they that they married. It's very common. Yeah, my in grandmother, grandmother there is. I'm a product of uh, that's why I have red hair. It's a fascinating discussion. Also, even if it's a little bit of a chashash, why would you go after first cousins? In the shtetls, that's who they married. That's all they had and everything. So, interesting. Either way, getting back to get, getting back to 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 uh, a sister. So, since Chazal removed the Yetzirah, then it's not a problem anymore. Now listen to this. For a sister. So, yeah, they were for the, for the mother and for the thing, and the sister is included. Not only that, Rabbeinu Yerucham, one of the Rishonim, and Tosfot Arosh, say when they removed the Yetzirah for the mother, the sister of the mother, they also removed the Yetzirah for. The mother, the maternal aunt, the maternal aunt. Not a married aunt, and not a paternal aunt but a maternal act. So based on this, there is a hint in a tshuva in Ramosha Feinstein that one would be allowed to be mitiachet with his aunt. I asked this question to Rav David Feinstein and to, uh, and to another great, a great Bosik who's a student of Ramosha Feinstein. And they, they didn't like, uh, they didn't go against it like that. In other words, there is a tzad in halacha to allow with them with a mother sister, you at least to be more makele on it if you have another series. 
Nagia, according to this, would also be allowed. More, more lenient, more lenient, definitely more lenient. So that these, you know, obviously these yeah. these, these situations comes up. It's a very interesting, uh, very interesting. Nikuda. Interesting. Yeah. Now all of these things are going to be machlokets. All of these things are going to be machlokets. So. In the sheets, I'm not going to read them inside, but page one, that's basically, it brings down, it brings down the Rambam. And now, uh, and now also we're going to, we're going to learn because this is so relevant. You'll see why. Now that we determine the Oraita, there's a very important Chochmat Adam and a Pitchei Tshuva in... Yes. Le'alacha... Look in page two, la'alacha, the Bach and the Chochmat Adam write, the prohibition with Arayot is the Oraita. But what would be by Chiyuve Lavid? What would be with uh, women that you're not allowed to be with them, not meet the Oraita from an Erva point of view, but they're Chiyuve Lavin? Okay, what's Chiyuve uh, Lavin? Um... A divorced woman to a coin. Uh, and she's not a Nida. And, uh, you know, or, uh, or a mom's there. Those are Chiyuve Lavin. You're not, in other words, they're not, let's say they're not Erva. Say they went to the Mikvin, they're not an Erva. So, um, but that's not really so relevant. But let me tell you one thing that is relevant. What ha- the... The Pitchei Tshuva writes in the name of the Chavot Yair that even if according to those who hold that Yichud of Arayot is Bina Torah, that's only with one man and one woman. But one man and two women is not Bina Torah, it's only the Rabbanan. Because the Isser is only one man and one woman. But one man and two women is only the Rabbanan. This is huge. Because a lot of times a person is found in such a scenario. I remember a few years ago, we had a very good shiurim for Rabbi Yosef Kushner from Lakewood that came into the Link Robertson location. You remember that location? You remember that, Matt? Matt got us out of there. <laughs> and uh, what? He did the money thing also. But one year he did on Yichud, he gave a shiur on Yichud. And one of his principal yisodot that he said was that on Yichud de Rabbanon, Maybe cameras would work. It's going to be a big question nowadays. If you have a camera always looking, the person's scared of cameras. So maybe if on Yichud de Oraita, who says that who says that we have the right to be mechadish that if you in a situation of seclusion that it would be forbid permitted. But if it's Yichud de Rabbanan and cameras, there's enough of a fear, enough of a mirtat that might be okay. We're going to debate this issue. It's an issue that's hotly debated, whether Yichud and cameras should save, but it's it's a very good thing to have regardless. Yeah. The is more... that the issue for not... If your wife is with you, does it feel like you're afraid? Or that you're just... Yes. Yes. Ba'i la be'ir. A lot of the heterim that we're going to find by Yichud is like that. It has to be the fact that you're afraid that she's seeing that. So you're getting into a question now that I wanted to discuss, which was a big machloket between... The, the, the Chazonisha's approach to Yichud and, and, um, and, uh, and, and Rav Shach. 
But but I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get into that right now. I'd rather wait a little bit more to get into that about afraid or not, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend on what exact scenario. Let's read the Shulchan Aruch verbatim, now that we know a bunch of information under our belt. And we thank Danny Zaghi for preparing the sheets. And next week, Bezrat Hashem is going to prepare the, the Shulchan Aruch booklet on it so that people have the sources also. You'll see <laughs> if I help him out with the scanning. Asur Lehitya, as besides of being a a expert contractor, I'm also an expert preparer of documents. I have learned in my trade this app that I know how to scan things and then I send it to people, and, and also how to upload videos. So I'm very, if you need consultation services on that, I am available, as well as contracting services. Uh, contracting services. As a matter of fact, I told you in the shul, I offered them that I should be the contractor for the new Magen Avot shul. And they say, no, Rabbi, you're the rabbi. You can't be the contractor as well. So I had to give it over. I'm not very happy about that, but that's what I had to do. Okay. You're not allowed to seclude yourself, says the Shulchan Aruch with an erva marayot. Whether it's an old woman, right? If Even if you're in a nursing home, Visiting someone, she's 90 years old, still prohibition. There's prohibition, and it's the right Be aware of that. Two young women in a room, they're Abanan. One old lady in a room with you, they're right That's how it is. So he's really quoting the Rambam verbatim. Chutz, besides, emin bena, ve'avin beto, ve'abal nida. We haven't spoken about that yet, yet. Uh, we'll get that soon. Once he's together with her, and right afterwards she became Tommy, really there's no prohibition of Yichud. Once there was a story of the stepchildren of David Amelech, of Amnon and Tamar being together. Then bed, the David and his Beddin made a Xera, also Yichud with a single woman, even though she's not an Erva, which means she's not a Nida. Bichlal Shamayin Hillel, and that's the Gemara in Masechet Avodazara, Gazru al Yichud Goya, which is, by the way, also fascinating. Yichud is only usher, a man and a Jewish woman, who's an Erva, Midioraita. A man and two women, Jewish, they're Abana. A man and a Goya, they're Abana. Or a woman with a man, Goya, Goya, they're Abana. Huge nafkaminas. Workers come to the house. Babysitters. Maids. All of it is not the Oraita, it's the Rabbana. Still very Hamur and still you have to know how to do it. But the mechanics in the Heterem will be different. So it's so important to know the Shrashim here. Okay. Kolam mityached im isha. Shir two is what? Yeah, I know, but I want to read it first, and then I'll gonna get to it. Now, kolam mityached im isha goya, If a man has a yichud with a, a woman, whether Jew or goya, we give them lashes. Aishva isha b'chersinaleya. And we announce <laughs> because it's not before in the Torah. The, way the din is the same. 
Besides an Eshet Ish, Chutz Be'ashe Aval Bish Yisrael L'Yachid Ima, Yachid En Lokin Shelo L'Otziyah L'Azeh. An Eshet Ish, even though she did it, we don't give her Malkot. Because once you give her Malkot, there's going to be a rumor that she was together with him, and then the children are Mamzerim, which might not be true. So we don't have a right to forbid the children by giving Malkot and making some some public proclamation that way, right? Um, that is the the um, the the parameters of who is forbidden or not. Now, a few more important details. What is the shear of Yichud? How long does a man and woman have to be secluded in order for it to be considered a shear Yichud? So you say a second, but you can't really do an Avera in a second. And if it's an extension of, if the whole, but if the whole get there is because you might be together with her, you can't be together with her. Why would there be a prohibition? So uh, th- there is no common text on this. What's the Shir Yichol? The, um, Reb Shlomo Zalman Arbach says that we could learn um, we could learn from from Sota. In other words, there, how long is it uh, how long is it to be considered uh, a Shir Yichud by a Sota that he, he has to bring her to the Bet HaMikdash to drink the, the Mea Marim? So the Shulchan Aruch says over there in Simen Kufayin Ched the amount of time that it takes to roast an egg and eat it. Uh, and Rav Moshe Feinstein says you have to add on to that time a preparation that it takes to have relations and, uh, and he has to convince her a little bit. So th- it's not really, some say as little as 35 seconds and some say as much as two minutes or five minutes. Now, once you say you're in a situation that you're going to wait that long, every second counts. And every second you're not going to be there. But that's the sheer. Now, how do you know where where does this apply? Okay, so now you can be you can never be. No, how about elevators? How about elevators? You can't go into a situation and say I'll leave in two seconds. That doesn't work. Let's say you know an elevator only takes a certain amount of time. That's why if you have a big building that could be over two minutes, you're inside the elevator, like the the tall uh, buildings. That's where you could have a shayla dihu. Nowadays, that there's cameras in elevators and there's two women. Right? It's a little bit better. Or we have to speak about if in elevators, it can stop in any store, any floor. In other words, you have certain buildings where in the, in the, in the, in the, in the skyscrapers that from the first to the 70th floor is one elevator with no half sick. If that's going to be longer than 35 seconds, according to some posting, it's forbidden. According to some posting, you could rely two minutes. I would, I would imagine that it's less than two minutes, the ride of seven nowadays. Could be in those days it was longer, but nowadays it should be okay. Okay, so I, I would highly doubt it that you could find a, a Isser by elevator. If you're in such a situation, a man and a Jewish lady or a Jewish lady with a Jewish man, then you should, might, 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 you should have to be machmir. But with the Goya, it's the Rabbanan. You could be lenient on the mower or lenient shear. And you could be lenient that there's cameras. A little bit better. What? Doesn't matter. 
Doesn't matter. Once there's an Isser Yichud, there's an Isser Yichud. Once there's an Isser Yichud, there's an Isser Yichud. Don't have to worry about someone potentially getting stuck or something like that. No. Because they're not a common... Right, right. You know, that you don't have to worry for. That you don't have to worry for. What does it mean take a long time? Usually elevator stops every floor. If you if it might stop every floor, Pashtas is allowed also because there's a there's a there's a fear. I don't think there's skyscrapers in Jerusalem. I know. I, I would think it's highly uncommon to find a scenario. I'll send you the recording for the rest of it if you want to hear it. I find I finally high, highly uncommon that that like you would stay the whole shear with no interruption in a skyscraper in Jerusalem one to seventy. Is there such a building? As Riyadh, thirty seconds. You can have an old elevator in one of the older buildings. They didn't renovate yet, and they, you know you're going to the fifth floor, sixth floor, whatever. It is. Yeah, but how do you know it's not stopping in the middle? Because this time it's not. Maybe next time it will, but this time it's not. It's not too fast. Yeah, we, we get it on the ground floor. I'm going up to the to the penthouse suite. The maybe floor. maybe it should be marked with that. Maybe so it should be marked. Someone walks in. You should stop. Get out of the elevator. Call another. What's like? What do you, what do, you do? What's take the, the stairs. Take the stairs. Take a longer longer shear. Maybe, maybe it be so much on that. So in a later shear, we're going to discuss elevators. So I'm just, I'm presenting the issue of shear yichud when it comes up. Okay, regarding uh, a, 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 the wife who's Anida, that we get back to the Gemara, I said so, that says that the reason why a man is able to be together with his wife who's Anida, even though she's an erva, is because the Torah testifies that a a man and his wife, in other words, one of the, uh, it's written over there in the Gemara that 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 one of the uh, what was it one of the minim asked um, asked uh, the exact Gemara. I have it here. So the the Gemara in Masechet uh, in Masechet uh, Sanhedrin asks, so how how is it possible that that you're able to be together with your wife? Are yichud disaster? So the Gemara says, Hey, the love that a woman who is a nida it's like a bed of roses. That has thorns in it, and nobody's going to approach the roses because of the thorns. So too, the divrei chachamim and the divrei Torah over here is telling you you can't approach a nida. That's already enough of a fence for us. We don't need a physical fence. The Torah fence is enough. So Tosfot says that even though yichud might be deoraita, how do you allow it? The answer is because there's once you know that you were together one time with your wife, there's a pat pesalo that you could all that you know she's going to be muteret eventually. Yeah. So you don't have the same Yitzhahara. You don't have the same Yitzhahara. So that's why, so regarding Harchakot, regarding once a man and woman are married, there is a more stringent amount of separation than a man with a, a married woman, another married lo- woman. You can pass objects to a married woman who is not your wife, but to your wife not because there's a certain amount of kirva. So it's interesting. But regarding Yichud, we are more machmir by another lady, and we're more mako by a by by if a. You have this sort of need also with other women. There's a difference in life. 
What do you mean? Because, because not so. So you're asking. So wait, you're asking the chumra lekul. What are you asking? Yichud with another lady. So, so that that's why Tosfot says that there's a component of your pat besalo. You know that in seven days, your wife is going to be permitted to you again. Right. In other words, in other words. Nida is the reason to answer. The reason to allow is that it's pad besalo, that eventually it's going to be permitted to you again. So that's why a woman who is a Nida. But that's only if you were with her once before. But if you weren't with her once before, there, there's 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 more of a chashash. There is a little bit of a machlokin rishonim in the sheets we bring down over here. Um, the Tosfot um, says this pad besalo, but the Rosh says... Since it's very difficult for a husband and wife to live together without seclusion, either we allowed it. It's kind of mashma again. It's a deoraita. It's a it's a fungible deoraita. It's a fungible deoraita. There's room to play with it according to how the rishonim side. So, uh, what would happen by chatan v'kala? This happens um, not often, but it could happen that a that a a you know especially nowadays there's all types of pills that they give kalas in order not to become a nida. Sometimes these pills are, uh, you know, they they cause all types of reactions. And and up to a point that I've had to deal with certain cases that the top guy, the gynecologists themselves don't know how to control exactly when a woman will spot or when won't. It's very difficult unless they, unless they put them up with a bunch of hormones. And, even, and it, it's really complicated. It's really, really complicated. You have to give them enough progesterone, right, in order to... Yeah. Right, progesterone. In other words, uh, sometimes a five milligrams, a huge amount of of, of, of of hormones that that temporarily messes them up. But it at least it'll stop the blood. So a non-Jewish doctor, you don't know what you're talking about. He says, "What do you keep? He says, spots of blood. It's okay, but but from a halachic perspective, uh, a few spots of blood should not make a problem usually. But sometimes a woman makes a pedik, it's a problem. And I'll learn you what done now. But there's problems where spotting could 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 be huge issues. So you have a case where a where a where 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 a where a woman is taking pills and it just messes her up, or she didn't take her pills one day because sometimes with pills, if you're off by a half hour, it messes up a woman regarding spotting. So so you have cases that a girl who is anida under the chuppah. Rambam says chuppah nida not kone. <laughs> so you know it's a problem. So he asked us, so the Chronim uh, Seif, who knows that she's the need, that's not a problem. Other Rishonim say it is okay. So they, we conduct the wedding by a Chupas Nida. How does he give the ring to her? He's not allowed to pass an object to her. All types of Eitzas. But listen to this. There's one tshuva from a blazer Moshe Horowitz of the, in, the, in the Shulchan Aruch that says that we only were to make a Gzeira of Har Chakot because eventually they're going to become permitted or uh, so... So eventually they were together once. So because they have this certain kirva, we had to make our chakot. But if they were never together, there's no archakot. She's like a foreign woman. So there's no problem with archakot. So you can pass the ring over. That's what we rely on. Well, you know, you're careful not to touch her like this. Like a surgical way? Yeah. Right. Right. So some posts can allow that under the chuppah. 
a man giving a ring, or even if he's careful not to touch it, because uh, because she's uh, at the end of the day, she might be Anita, uh, then she's your wife, and there is our chakor. It's not like Lulay's or You're the chup, but you're going to give her a coin and embarrass her. No, in some post game, we'll do it, she will go like this, but it's really embarrassing. I think the postgame are lenient, and I would be lenient as well. And I would tell you, be lenient and don't embarrass anyone. Okay? No. The videos, 300 people in the crowd. Nobody's going to notice. You're right. Face your back to the audience. Don't be a smart aleck. Just give her the ring under the chupra properly. Oh, Yichud is a problem. They put, a, they put a, a, a small child. Bayichud is a problem. So the Shulchan Aruch says, he sleeps by the man, she sleeps by the woman. So practically speaking, I'll tell you a few eights as what people do. What? Because she's not mutter in Yichud yet until they have Bia the first time. Then it's Pas Bissalam. That's the problem. Be, and that's what the Shulchan Aruch went. They activated this heter, it has they have to be together once and so, so she's actually going to be with I'm sorry? Right, but they have to be together and together once before. It has to be both components. It's based on a Gemara in Masechet Kitubot. So what happens according to this? So what happens? So first of all, in the Yichud room, they have a kid inside hunting, hiding under the table. If they don't want anybody to... Yeah, 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 this is what happens. Or two kids under the table. Then uh, then um, when they're at night, either they go back to the parent's house awkward and they could be in the same room in different beds with the door a little bit open or if they go to a hotel if they take two different hotels from adjacent to each other as long as it's not connected it's okay because there's a Rishuta Rabbin that they'd have to cross I it's not a real that for this purpose it's fine they'd have to cross that would also be okay or they take kids with them to the hotel so they take a suite or they whatever kids with two kids yeah so it, it is all type of etzas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until she goes to the mikvah. Sometimes it's not the whole week. Sometimes she's able to go to the mikvah the next day. You know, it depends. It depends where she's holding in the cycle. Sometimes it's the next day she's able to go to the mikvah. I had a, a case recently that she had to go to the mikvah the day of the wedding, uh, and it was the seventh day. But it's mitzvahs yom Kekulo. Really, really close calls. Really close calls. But uh, either way, that that is. That is the introduction to Yilchot Yichud. Oh, a few more things. So, sister, we spoke about that. Most posts can say that 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 a sister is permitted, uh, uh, and, but but not Yichud that is on a more permanent uh, a more permanent basis. Rav Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav Asi that a person is allowed to be in Yichud with the sister. Because the desire is not they, they remove the desire, but they didn't obliterate it totally like a mother. <laughs> okay. Um, now, the Rambam doesn't mention sister. Neither does the tour. Neither does the Shulchanar. But the Pesachet Tshuva says in sit uh, uh, it says uh, regarding Hilfasota that the sister is much more lenient than it's allowed. So it seems to be La Alocha we write in the Khalkas Mahoka Kan Sif Alif says 
that imachoto hitiro yichud arai only if it's temporary. So since the yachal yichud writes it's not mafurish, it's only allowed temporary. What does temporary mean? So the Imre Yosher, there's Tishuvot about this, it's not Mefurish. Imre Yosher says thir- up to 30 days, it's always called temporary. Like by Mesusa, temporary. Like by Tzitzis, if you own until 30 days, you don't have to put on Tzitzis on a baguette. Over here too, 30 days is temporary. Ramosha finds, he says, I don't know what that means. It means that it's allowed if they consider, if you consider them in the house like a guest. But if they're living like part of the family, that's called Kvil. So it matters when you feel uh, uh, subjectively that their concerns start to be more comfortable at home. Then it's more of a problem. So it, it matters when they start feeling more permanent over there. Okay? Uh, grandparents, the Pizchei Tshuva writes, it's allowed. Great-grandparents, grandparents, uh, and regarding ants, we mentioned from Rabbeinu Yerochim, and uh, this seems to be a second Rabbeinu finds in that way as well. But no other place can mention this. I think that in cases of need, you can definitely look at it at least as a Durabanan and maybe even less. The problem is with converts. Hooray. Once a convert is converted, Pikatan Shinola dummy, why shouldn't he be allowed to be together? Uh, why should he be have Yichud? Technically, they're not related. So it's a very interesting case. There's really no Yitzhahara for them because it's natural. But technically, they can marry each other. I mean, a father and a daughter, we don't do it because it's, uh, it's us, or the, the Shulchan Aruch says, because of, uh, of, of reasons that it's, it's uh, the, you know, it's, it's disgusting. And the, 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 the Gemara gives reasons why they don't marry each other. But technically, it's not called an Arayot. So you see from over here a very important principle, that it's a, it's, it's a Teva. In, in the people, it's a, it's a nature that was given to, um, to uh, people that, that they, don't have, uh, they don't have a desire for uh, their children. So even converts, there's no Israel of Yichuds for a, a whole family of converts to be Yichud with, uh, with each other. The big million dollar question is adoption. One of the reasons why Ramosha Feinstein wasn't pro-adoption was because of Yichud. Tzitz Eliezer has a whole discussion regarding uh, adopted children. And and so, because the Russian Feinstein is a, he says, you know what? As long as they're married, the couple is married, and they adopt the child. So, so each no me, me, uh, oh, because there's no teva. It's not right, but it's not, but there's a natural birth type of non yitzhara When you adopt children, you're just bringing them up. It's a big machlekes. Tzitzel Yezer say it's like converts, and by it's. Do you look at adoption as it's a nature? It's it's nur- nature versus nurture. Since it's like they've always grown up that way, there's also no yitzhara anymore. Is that the shot that there's no yitzhara? Ramesh Feinstein says no. There is still a yitzhara, but if the man and woman are always married, there's always misham rasa. There's always going to be somebody around and watch his kid. One is one is watching the other, so he allows it. Once one of the couple, once they divorce or one of the spouses die, he says it's a problem in adoption. Sicilianism says there's no problem because from the beginning already there's a tevanon. So it's a fascinating question that for adoption, one would have to ask their local Orthodox rabbi what the halach would be. And that's a wrap for the first year on Hilchut Yichut Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.